You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Israel National Radio presents Walter's World, the heart-hitting program that brings the news behind the news, with no-holds-barred interviews that get to the core of the matter, as well as on-site reports of current events. Hosted by the doyen of the airways, Israel National Radio's senior broadcaster, Walter Bingham. Hello and welcome to the last program of the Jewish Year 5775. A new organization has been formed in the U.S. to rally Americans to the truth about Iran. They are called March to Save America. It is headed by Barry Nussbaum and began with a rally in Washington, D.C. Here is Nussbaum listing some of the flaws of the Iran deal and explaining its consequences, beginning with the 150 billion frozen dollars that are being released under the deal. Care to guess what Iran is going to do with the money? Well, if you pay attention, you don't have to guess. They've already announced it. Iran is buying over 100 super advanced modern Chinese fighter jets. They'll be paid for out of the $150 billion. They're buying the most sophisticated Russian missile defense system, which has been ordered and will be paid for out of the $150 billion. Supposedly, they're going to get the ICBM missile system from North Korea that's capable of reaching into Europe and North America, which is going to be paid for by the $150 billion. And its various terrorist proxies around the world are literally announcing on the Internet that they have been promised substantial funding coming from Iran. Hamas released a video the other day showing the terror tunnels they are digging into Israel today that they will reinforce and expand greatly with Iranian money. Sheikh Nezrallah, the head of Hezbollah, said they've been promised hundreds of millions of dollars to annihilate northern Israel. Islamic Jihad and other organizations are making similar statements. Iran has promised to keep exporting its terror around the world, and everybody in this administration admits that will continue. Even John Kerry said there's no way to control where the money goes, and President Obama said recently probably some of that money will go to fund terror. Here is what John Kerry really thinks about Iran. Let's stipulate that some of that money will flow to activities that we object to. We have no illusions about the Iranian government or the significance of the Revolutionary Guard and the Quds Force. Iran supports terrorist organizations like Hezbollah. It supports proxy groups that threaten our interests and the interests of our allies including proxy groups who killed our troops in Iraq. They try to destabilize. But Iran has been engaged in these activities for decades. Is that astounding? We're giving the money to an enemy that promises to remain our enemy, is proclaiming to the world that they will hasten our destruction and annihilate every Jew in the Middle East with the money we're giving them to do it. And oh, by the way, they can't even make a promise in the meantime to be nice. So trust them that they will probably do exactly what they say they're going to do with the money we're going to give them to do it. Even though Americans led the negotiations, 
even though Americans are holding the $150 billion through the international banking system and will be releasing that directly to Iran, Iran has told both the IAEA and all the negotiators that are privy to the JCPOA that no Americans or any inspector holding an American passport will be ever allowed into Iran to inspect the nuclear sites for compliance. So we're giving them the money that they plan to use to kill us, our allies, and our citizens around the world, and yet we're not going to be allowed to check on the deal to see if it works. Number two, in regards to those inspections that we can't check on, Kerry has said from now on he firmly believes that for the first time Iran will comply with an inspections regimen. Have you heard the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? Could this be called anything but insane at this point? The JCPOA is going to trigger the world's largest, most aggressive nuclear arms race in the history of the world. Between two and five Sunni regimes in the Middle East have already declared their intention to obtain nuclear weapons at any cost. Now, why would they be wanting to do this? It's simple. Iran is a Shia regime that wants to expand its influence not only in the Middle East geographically, but into the Muslim world because they believe Shia is the right path and Sunni is the wrong path. They are a Shia regime surrounded by all Sunni regimes, including Saudi Arabia, where Mecca and Medina, the two holiest sites in Islam, sit. They've made it very clear their intention when they get the means to do it, they already have the will, they intend to take over Saudi Arabia. So Saudi Arabia has no choice but to obtain nuclear weapons, as does the UAE, Egypt, Jordan, and other states. They've all announced it, and there's nothing anybody can do about it, and that's a very dangerous part of the world with everybody sitting on nuclear bombs and people being threatened every day by crazy countries run by expansionist militaristic rulers. I don't know why this isn't talked about more. Iran has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of easily obtainable, almost free, fossil fuels sitting beneath their property. They have the fourth largest provable oil reserve in the world and the second largest natural gas reservoir in the world. And they can take it out of the ground for almost nothing if they're going to use it for domestic purposes. So why in the world would we believe that they need a nuclear program for anything other than weaponization? It's extremely expensive. It's extremely hard to do. It takes years and years to produce. And a nuclear program producing domestic energy will cost as much as 10 times what cheap fossil fuels will cost. There is no reason for them to do this but to obtain nuclear weapons. And anybody who tells you otherwise is flat out lying to you. Last but certainly not least, there's a crazy clause of the JCPOA that says that all of the signatories to this agreement are obligated henceforth and into the future to defend Iran against any sabotage or interference with their nuclear program. So what happens, let's say a year from now, if Iran makes it very clear that they're just about to do something to Israel on a catastrophic basis that might cause the deaths of millions of innocent Israelis, and Israel decides to intercede 
into and preventing the Iranian nuclear program from going forward? Do you realize the United States has promised Israel that they will defend Iran? The voice of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Iran is not your ally. Iran is not your friend. Iran is your enemy. Iran is committed to the destruction of Israel just as the P5 plus 1, the United States and the world powers are negotiating with Iran a nuclear agreement. The Ayatollah Khamenei, the ruler of Iran, calls for the annihilation of Israel. He just did that four days ago. He specified nine ways and reasons by which Israel should be destroyed. He's participated in uh, rallies and chants of death to America, death to Israel. Crazy, you might say, because supposedly Israel is our closest ally. When asked this in Congress, Kerry made an interesting statement. He was asked exactly what the United States would do in a situation like that. And he said, we're already talking to Israel about it. And the insinuation was that because of the eye in the sky that the United States always has on a current basis through its warning systems and its planes that are constantly monitoring traffic and missiles and so on, that we, the United States, would warn Iran that Israel was coming and do everything possible to prevent an Israeli attack or any interference in the Iranian nuclear development program. Complete crazy insanity, and if it wasn't in writing, I wouldn't believe it either. So, now what? You've heard a lot of reasons as to why this deal is horrible for America. It's not going to prevent a war. If anything, it's going to encourage a war. And oh, by the way, paid for by us. So our biggest enemy in the world, who proclaims daily they intend to kill us, will have the financing and the means to do exactly that. On our dime, we've literally given them the ability to do it. All Hitler was given in 1938 was a title to a piece of real estate, namely Czechoslovakia. But no money, no arms, no ability to enhance his weaponizations. He did that on his own quite successfully, as you might remember. What we're doing is much worse. We're giving them exactly what they want, the means to kill us and our allies, and we're giving them the money to do it, and we're going to defend them if anyone interferes with their ability to do it. So what should you do about it besides hopefully get angry? Contact your member of Congress. Call your senator. Call your representative and let them know this is nuts. What they're doing to you as an American citizen and prejudicing your safety and the safety of your children for maybe generations to come. It's not too late to do something about it, but if you don't act, that is an act, and you will condone the worst deal diplomatically ever made by the United States of America. Barry Nussbaum can be reached on www.marchtosaveamerica.org. You can read Barry Nussbaum's blog by going to Find Barry, B-A-R-R-Y dot com. And his Twitter handle is at Barry Nussbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.